Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely terrific day today, and be sure to check out the website, the Cortisol Buster. Y'all voted in it won. The product of the week, Cortisol Buster, helps out with healthy cortisol levels, relaxation, restful sleep, mental clarity. Really good product on sale right now is product of the week that you voted for. And so that's um, that's a product that I've recommended to a lot of people over the last couple of years since we introduced it because it really, really helps out with just a lot of the day-to-day stressful things that continue to happen. Very, very good product, so be sure to check it out. And what's interesting, I saw this yesterday, and I'm sure a lot of people were all excited, and then you kind of start realizing that the cover-up's pretty much complete now. With uh, Maxwell, they found her guilty on like five different charges. And uh, what's interesting about this, though, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen with this, with the whole COVID thing I told you yesterday, and the whole kind of obfuscation with this, but pretty much, you know, what we brought up months ago is that She's being used as the scapegoat, and now she has. And now the big bad boogeyman, Maxwell, now basically has you know, been convicted, and she'll probably go to some jail cell and hang herself with a shoelace with a you know with a bedpost. <laughs> I mean, these ridiculous stories they come up with. I'm obviously being sarcastic, but this is something that's very interesting because I somebody sent me a screenshot of. An article from The Sun, like just the regular The Sun post, back from 2019. This is funny. This is right before COVID started to get national news in December of 19, before it started to come out in China. And it was interesting. This this was the title of the article, and it, it was global. Come spy with me. Zane Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were spies who used underage sex to blackmail politicians, ex-handler claims. Zane Maxwell and her pedophile lover, Jeffrey Epstein, were both Israeli spies who took pictures of powerful men having sex with underage girls to blackmail them, their Mossad handler claimed. They ran a honey trap operation where they provide girls to politicians in order to squeeze them for information for the Israelis. Now, what's interesting about this article is that it pretty much got buried immediately. There was a bunch of news that came out around that exact same time, and these topics completely disappeared. And now we have Maxwell, who probably be going to prison, or whatever they're planning on doing with that whole story. And now everything's going to be sealed. They're talking about sealing the entire court case now after this. Nothing's going to go out in public record anymore. So we're not going to hear about anybody who's actually truly involved and engaged in this. And this is pretty much what I think they decided to do with this whole operation is use her as a scapegoat, bury it now, make it disappear. We don't talk about it anymore, and it'll just go into the records of history, and nobody will ever discuss it. This is something that is not okay, and again, that's why we brought this topic up a lot and continued to get the truth out there. Also, too, in other news, they're showing now more and more the Department of Defense is no longer allowing anybody to essentially be in the U.S. military if you haven't been injected. They're now saying that thousands of Marines are now set to be processed out over the mandate, and essentially the core's brightest and best are being crushed by the vaccine order. Marines are allowed to apply for religious exemption, but so far not a single application has been approved for religious exemption, and this is essentially a purge 
of the U.S. military is what they're claiming. And interesting, I had a friend over here the other day, Roger, and he's, he's retired Air Force, and he told me, he said he knows some of the guys that have basically been getting booted. And he said the problem is a lot of people haven't talked about is when they're getting booted, they're not getting a honorable discharge. They're not getting a dishonorable discharge. They're essentially getting a general discharge, or in essence what that means is less than honorable and what this does is this pretty much ruins your future of any type of government or military or anything. And in most cases, you can't even get VA benefits anymore. Um, it's not good. When you get general, essentially less than honorable, that's not a good thing at all. And, you know, it saddens me that you have so many of these guys that essentially gave up part of their life, you know, and dedicated it to the military. They're now being essentially kicked to the curb and saying, doesn't matter what your religious belief is, you essentially don't have a right to say no. And this is always a thing that people have told me. When you start going in the military, your GI, your government issue, they pretty much own you at that point. And what we're seeing now here is a complete and total purge of the strongest and best in the U.S. military. Because remember, all these guys, all these boys that are saying no, I'm not going to comply, these are the 20 percenters. These are the ones that say no. These are the ones that stand up for their convictions. These are the ones that would not follow illegal and constitutional orders to detain or fire upon U.S. citizens if they did not feel it was the right thing to do. That's this group. That's why they're purging them. That's why they're removing them from the military. They do not want anybody in the military that is not going to blindly follow orders without asking any questions at all when it comes to every single thing that they're going to start doing in the future, in my opinion. What do you think, Ben? Well, you know, Obama started that with the officers years ago, and he basically decided he was not going to allow the people to, you know, stay in the military if they weren't going to be willing to fire on American civilians, according to some of the research that I did way back when, when we did all this. And, you know, the sad part about it is, Austin, is that people don't realize that when you bring these types of people into the military who basically are only going to follow orders like they want to have in there, you end up in a situation where they end up basically doing whatever they're told to do, regardless of whether or not it's good or not. I mean, you saw the same thing happen in World War II. You saw the same thing with, you know, German soldiers being, you know, telling everybody, hey, look, it wasn't our fault we did this. We were just following orders. You saw the same thing with Lieutenant Cali with Vietnam War with back, back in the 60s when he shot a whole bunch of civilians. You see all of this stuff that they try to blame then, you know, on the military and on the orders they were given. Look at the witch of Benghazi. Look at what she did when those helicopters were ready to go, those F-16s were ready to go to basically support the guys who were in Benghazi to help them to get out of there alive in the CAA headquarters. And she told them all to stand down, and they all stood down. And one of the top admirals back then got into a big fight with her, and basically he was, how should I say, promptly rushed out of the services to never be heard of again. And, and this is the problem when we have a person who wants to be Fuhrer, like you know Biden or like Trump or like the figureheads they're putting in the office of the presidency now. They just make these decisions like everybody's getting a mask. Any country over – any company over 100 people you know, has to get a shot. And, and what happens is we start to erode the very foundation of the Constitution of the United States of America when we do that. And we allow these tyrants to come into office because what it does – it puts them in a position of power above us, and then when we allow the Mossad or MI6 or the CIA or even the FBI or any other government agency or foreign entity to come into the United States and to dictate our elections or to dictate our, how should I say, 
laws by having dual citizens from any other country in the Congress pushing their agenda, it creates a real problem. And it's like I've said so many times on the show, our Constitution is wholly inadequate for a completely satanic, luciferian group of people running things. It doesn't work. It's too easy to manipulate. Now, I love our Constitution, and I don't think it should be changed. What should be changed is the ability of these people to be dual citizens from any other country to be able to come in and do this. What needs to be changed is there needs to be re-regulation on the entire media industry, including radio and TV, like it was back in 93. So we'll have diversity of thought and diversity of news distribution to allow more people to have thought to go out other than alt news that's not controlled by the mainstream media via the Rothschild banking cartel and their satanic agenda. That's what has to be done. If we can go back to the way it used to be when we actually had real journalists out there doing real work, and then we need to go ahead and get the Rothschild Rockefeller you know, industrial medical complex out of control of the universities and grants distributions, they, they tell these guys, look, here's what we got. We have a new drug. We want you to get it approved. Do the research on it. We're going to give you $50 million or $100 million to get it done. If you do not find a way to get this approved, we're not going to use you again in the next grant or the next drug approval process. So the university goes, oh, well, let's set up the control studies in a certain way where we can make it get approved. Don't you remember what happened? You may not remember the story because I wrote a whole article on this. Back in the 70s when they were trying to push aspartame, this is the diet soda stuff that causes brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, etc. You know, the stuff you should never, ever put in your body. Uh, they basically did set it up so that the rats in one control study had to eat the aspartame in something that they didn't want to eat in a nasty form. And so they were able to eat around it and not eat it. And so what happens is that the rats come into this control study and they haven't eaten the aspartame. The other group had not eaten the aspartame. So they go, oh, see, these rats don't have brain tumors. They don't have brain cancers. They're not having seizures, and they're eating that. They never ate the aspartame. They set the control study up around it so that they would not have to eat it, and so that allowed it to show that there was no significant difference in the control group versus the test group. And this is what they always do. They find a way around it so you can't detect the difference with statistical anomalies, and that's how they get this stuff approved. That's why I said just yesterday, I believe it was, that 50% of the drugs that are approved by the Food and Drug Administration within five years are even taken back off the market or have, they have to have their warning labels changed because they don't tell the truth. They simply don't do it. They don't want to tell the truth. You know. Now, listen, let me step back to this thing with Ghislaine Maxwell real quick. You know, Ghislaine Maxwell, remember I, I told you guys that she was probably going to be the scapegoat. I told you this, oh gosh, a couple of weeks ago. I said that, you know, what they did back in the Old Testament days, they would take all the sins of the nation, they would put it on a goat, throw it out in the desert, let it die, get eaten by wolves or whatever. They'd say, okay, we no longer are responsible for the sins that we committed. We've given us, you put it all in the scapegoat. All these people, these thousands of political leaders and judges, <laughs> they're never coming to trial. I told you they weren't. Because the judiciary is completely and totally compromised. Now they're going to seal the records. Just like they sealed the records with his conviction, what, 10 years ago with Jeffrey Epstein when he was found basically soliciting minors and prostitution and everything else that he did out there in Palm Beach. And he had to be put under house arrest for a little short period of time. They're not going to do it because these organizations work together from the highest points to tell each other what to do. And when you look at the center of this nexus, the center of this web, it's going to always be the international banking cartels, Mossad, MI6, CIA, FBI, in the middle being orchestrated via the Rothschild banking entities and State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard, and the Sabbatine, Kabbalist, Luciferian, Frankists, and these synagogue of Satan weirdos who are at the very middle of the nexus communicating into an interdimensional interface, which they want now, to with Lucifer with a D-wave computer. That's who runs the central nexus of all of this. 
you know, they use the Committee of 300 and the International Banks and the Federal Reserve Banks and the Bank of International Settlements. They use the Bilderberger Group. They use the people that go to Bohemian Grove. But it's always the people in the center who control the money, who basically are the black magicians that are running the planet. You think, well, that sounds silly. I know it does. Do you think I even want to talk about this? I don't like talking about it since nobody else decides to talk about it. We've got to bring it up all the time. And now <laughs> Prince Andrew is, is about to have a fit because he doesn't know what to do because all of a sudden they're afraid that Ghislaine Maxwell is going to start naming names as far as allowing her to have a lesser sentence. And Prince Andrew's lawyers are holding emergency talks right now over Ghislaine Maxwell's verdict. As experts warn, her conviction will raise questions over how much he knew about her debauched behavior amid royal fears she will name names to reduce jail time. Now, here's what we've got to look at with all of this stuff. Remember with Enron, with Ken LaHaye, remember? He got found guilty of all the money he had stolen with Enron. It was literally tens of hundreds, billions of dollars. It was amazing amounts of money. And he was found guilty, and he was about to name names. He went to jail. Suddenly, he has a heart attack and is uh, basically cremated like within 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. and, and, and you got to think through this. You know, did Ken LaHaye really die? I don't think so, but I don't know. I don't think Jeffrey Epstein died. That's my opinion. You have your own. I don't mind, whatever you would believe. I don't think Ken LaHaye died. I think they all had dead man switches. I think they were basically taken out like Jeffrey Epstein was and basically, you know, resuscitated or they used a body double or whatever. Then they they burned some corpse they had from a prior accident and basically incinerated it so there could be no autopsy. And Will that happen to Ghislaine Maxwell? Will suddenly she die and be cremated in 30 seconds and no autopsy will be done and no cameras will be working? Or will they put a body double in prison for her and let, them, let the body double sit in prison for a bit? I don't know. Who knows? All I know is that these guys, like I told you a couple of weeks ago, are going to do whatever they want to do because they pretty much really believe in it. And I hate to say this. You know, she really is, at this point, as was Epstein, because of the level of influence they've had and the amount of people that they've, you know, corrupted. They're pretty much untouchable as far as from a legal standpoint with the judiciary in our country so completely corrupted. You know, it, it's just unbelievable about what's going on as far as her. Now they're saying that she worshipped him and all this other kind of stuff. They're trying to justify her behavior and put it all back on him. The other, another article says just Lane Salter sold to Epstein and she worshipped him like he was Zeus. She knew he was perverted, but it didn't stop her. Was he her lover, her sugar daddy, partner in evil? What? They're a bunch of perverts that are getting a bunch of young girls to have sex with a bunch of old dudes for money. That's it. A bunch of sickos is what they are to blackmail everybody. Zeus, what a not unbelievable. This, this whole thing is just nauseating to me, and I'll be glad when it's over with. But, you know, then again, let's like Austin said, when it's over with, what is going to happen to us? We're going to be in a situation where we're not going to be able to talk about this at all because the media will hush up on it and the courts will, and the documents will all be sealed. Remember, just remember the judge, the lesbian Jew who basically presided over this case? She's told the corporate court reporters and, you know, the media they couldn't come in. Can't come in. Okay? We're sealing all this. Dissolve. You can't blah blah blah. Can't do this. Can't do that. You know, these witnesses, they, their identities will let me know. Blah, 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 blah. You just it's just all a big cover up. It's all it is. And and you know, this is a really interesting article that was written by Todd Hayden. And it was posted by the Burning Platform, and it's called The Free and the Brave. I want to read part of this to you. And he says, Whatever happened to the 
to that free and the brave, whatever happened to the attitude that Patrick Henry at the Virginia Convention in 1775 said, give me liberty or give me death? Whatever happened to the patriotic fervor and the uncanny commitment to face suffering and death that resulted in over two million young men volunteering for service in World War One and five times that number volunteering for service in World War Two? Whatever happened to the ability to conquer fear and ride on the excitement of adventure for potential for immeasurable success that drove hundreds of thousands of men and women into the wild and dangerous frontiers of the American West? Whatever happened to the spirit that filled the souls of those that faced stark adversity, danger to life and limb that led over 50,000 hapless men and women, mostly men, into the jungles of Central America to build a Panama Canal, ultimately killing over 5,000 of them as a result of accidents and all manners of diseases, including malaria and dysentery? Well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what happened to them. <laughs> Plastics happened to them. Bestenol A happened to them. Estrogen male, male estrogen compounds that are so prevalent in the food and the water today that they've had a gender-bending effect on the men because estrogen is antagonistic to testosterone, and they knew that. They introduced this after World War II because they knew they couldn't conquer the United States of America when these 18- and 19-year-old boys who hit the beaches of Normandy were willing to sit there and get machine-gunned. What the heck? Who has that kind of bravery? Guys are amazing what they did. And yet we don't want, they didn't want to have that anymore. They knew the American population. They had already seen what they had done in World War I and World War II. And these international Kabbalist Luciferian bankers that had already enslaved the population of the planet and in the United States in 1913 with the Federal Reserve Act, they knew they had to bring these boys to heal like you would a dog on a training leash. Heal, boy! can't get an alpha male to heal. He'd rather die first. I'm just telling you that. The other day I was talking to one of my girls and one of my daughters, and I was talking to her, and she was talking about alpha males and beta males. And she was saying, well, I want an alpha male who does this, this, and this, and this like a beta male. <laughs> and I started laughing at her. And I said, it doesn't work that way. Alpha males come in a package. It's called testosterone. It's called they want to protect their females. Now, for those of you who are listening who think that I'm just absolutely insane for saying that, I'm telling you I'm politically incorrect, and that's what this show is all about, being politically incorrect, because I don't care. Somebody messes with my wife, they're messing with me. I guarantee you somebody messes with one of Austin's children, his wife, they're messing with him. It's the way I'm wired, because I haven't allowed – fluoride to destroy my neural connectivities i have not allowed my testosterone to drop i've had it checked here a while back and it was so close to 800 and i'm 66 years old because i take my supplements and the testosterone is what makes men men and if you don't have high enough testosterone levels or if you're not raised as an alpha male you end up turning into a beta male you turn into a little sissy boy and sissy boys can't get off a doggone barge going into the beaches of normandy and fight that's why they have destroyed the United States military with transgenders and gays and sissy boys. Now, I'm not saying that all sissy boys can't fight. I'm not even saying that. Some of these gays may be very good marksmen. Some of them may actually be alpha males that are gay, which is kind of weird to me. That's kind of an oxymoron. But the reality is this. How many of them are basically limp-wristed feminist weirdos, and now they're going to be defending the United States if we ever have to go to war again? We can't win another world war in the United States. We're going to have to fight Chinese troops and Russian troops if it happens. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, the fluoride, 
the estrogen compounds, the political correctness that has completely and totally permeated the culture of the United States of America, that you can be a boy or you can be a girl, just get on hormone replacement therapy. It's all based on the transgender ideology that God is an hermaphrodite. He's a snake in a tree. And these Kabbalist Luciferians that are running everything, they know the quickest way to destroy the population of the United States is destroy the alpha men. That's what they've done. That's why we, I love the show that we do with Austin, the show that I do with you guys. And here's why. We get so many alpha males and females who want an alpha male and women who have been forced to become alpha females or who are alpha females who don't and can't find a man that they can basically support or respect. And that's sad, guys. It really is. Because there's so many women out there that are deserving to have a really good relationship, a God-centered relationship. What the Bible talks about is a God-centered relationship, but they can't find a husband that will provide for them because of the sissy boys that are everywhere. It nauseates me. I go to these university campuses, and they're just a bunch of, a bunch of limp-wristed pencil necks that don't even want to work out. It's awful. And you think, what the heck happened to these guys? It wasn't like that back in the 70s when we were kids because the estrogen hadn't taken effect for two or three generations. And I know I'm really, really meddling right now. But, guys, when you have sons, I see Austin. He's got a five-year-old little boy. Yesterday we were in the gym working out, and Austin says to Hunter, Hunter, let's do some military presses with the dumbbells. And Hunter runs over there, picks up the two-pound dumbbells and the five-pound dumbbells, starts doing military presses. He's an alpha male in training. It's what we have to do. Same thing I did with Austin. Same thing we did with, I did with Harrison. We've got to train the young men to think for themselves and to be alpha males and be willing to defend their loved ones. If we don't do that, the country's going to be over with. Remember what happened with Rome? Same thing, the debauchery of Rome. Same group of people that destroyed, that has destroyed the United States, destroyed Rome. The same money changers that Jesus threw out of the temple. Same, same group. Same, it's always the same people. And we need to understand that. So we need to stand firm in what the word says. Look, remember what happened in the concentration camps? They, they used fluoride to make the inmates, the, the workers, servile and infertile. They didn't want them having babies in the concentration camp. So they just drugged them with fluoride, and they put it in the water supply. <laughs> in '46, when we saw the records from Dachau, we started putting fluoride in the water supply in the United States of America to make us servile and infertile. It started 70 years ago, and it hasn't stopped. 80 years ago, it hasn't stopped. And, guys, they're going to continue to do that as long as you do it. Uh, this morning I talked to a friend of mine who just overcame COVID, and he was taking our supplements, increased the dosing like I've talked to you guys about when he was diagnosed positive with COVID. And he asked me, he said, you know, does this always work? And I said, well, the problem with supplementation is this. You've got to build your system up. With vitamin D. Vitamin D doesn't absorb very easily. You've got to build it up in your system over a period of time. Get your levels up to 60, 70, or 80. You've got to get it tested. And then your body's really got a strong immune system. If you've got a zero level of vitamin D and you come down with COVID and they throw you in the hospital, now they want to throw you on remdesivir and your lungs are filling with fluid. And now you say, oh, I'm almost dead. I'll be dead in 24 hours. Let me take some vitamin D. It doesn't work. I'm letting you guys know that. It doesn't work like that. You can't allow yourself to be so deteriorated and so run down from a lack of nutrients that you think suddenly, well, if I have to, I'll take some vitamins if I come down with COVID. Well, yeah, okay. How, how's that going to work out for you if you don't get a chance to build it up in your system beforehand? I'll tell you how it's going to work out. You're probably going to die. Just to let you know that. And I told you last week, and I'll tell you again. If you're not going to support the show by getting supplements through Health Masters, though I think we make the finest, highest quality supplements in the world, buy them somewhere else. 
just get on a supplement program. But remember, if you take D3, you've got to take K2 because if you don't take the K2, the D3 will cause the calcium to build up in the arteries. You've got to take K2, D3. Very, very important. But, guys, listen to me. It's time for the men to be men. You know, it's so funny. I was at a Chevy dealership yesterday looking at a pickup truck. And I told them, they, one of the guys was there and his wife is sick with COVID and all the stuff's going on over there. And, and I think they, they were, they were sending, they were really talking. Now they're really talking about the vaccine. They're saying, well, what does that make any sense? You know, some of us have taken three flu shots or, or three, three, three of these coronavirus shots and they're coming down with coronavirus. It doesn't work. And I said, I told you that it destroys the immune system. I said, this is my line of the scent. I will not do this. And there are so many other people, guys, that are feeling the same way now. We are not going to do it. 20% of the population ain't taking this shot. I'm letting you know that. They ain't going to do it. They're going to have to be held down and forcibly injected. Well, that ain't going to happen to me either. I'll resist. I'll stop that mess. But the point is this, guys. Listen to me. If you're not an alpha male and you're not providing for your family and you're not protecting your female and your children, you need to really pray about that and realize that God can change that. But then you need to also get your testosterone levels checked. Get on some of the Tonget Alley. You know, get on the HGH stimulator, get on the vitamin E, get on the zinc, do whatever you can to build those testosterone levels back up again. Because, guys, this time is really short. It really is. It's short. And get on the tribulus. That works really well. I had another friend of mine talk to me about tribulus the other day, how well it worked. And, guys, you've got to be willing to defend your loved ones. It's coming down to that right now. Ugh. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? No, you're exactly right. And I mean, it's interesting. I had another conversation with a doctor of mine that I know out in the Midwest, and he was talking to me yesterday, and he said they've been getting overwhelmed with people coming in to get tested. He said, it's like, everybody's showing up. And he said, probably 70 to 80% of everybody who shows up doesn't have any symptoms. And he said, the other ones that do, they have like a sore throat or a stuffy nose. And he said invariably, because he, he's been basically asking as far as when anybody comes in, he said invariably, probably said in his estimate right now from what he's seen, about 90 to 95% of everybody that's coming in to get tested has been injected. He said it is a rarity that somebody comes in that is fully unvaccinated, uninjected with RNA gene therapy, and they're coming in to get tested. And I said, well, that makes sense. I said, that, that makes a lot of sense. He said, exactly. He said, because the people that aren't getting injected are the same ones that are building their natural immune system through natural means like vitamin C and D3 and quercetin and zinc. And he said they're also the same ones in most cases that already have natural immunity or they just simply have really good immune system that fights stuff off. And I told him, I said, well, I said, I know a lot of people down here in Florida, and I've heard a lot of people up in the Northeast. I said, a lot of people have been getting sick lately. He said, yeah. He said, it's wintertime, man. He said, people get sick. And he said, now what we're seeing is, he goes, in my opinion, is this injected goo that they're shooting into everybody this gene therapy is doing exactly what you said it would six to eight months ago when you and ted talked about it and i said well yeah i said we pretty much you know examined it as far as the, what the details were on it and the research on it and we pretty much said more than likely what's going to happen is the immune system is going to start becoming so compromised and these individuals are going to be literal spike protein factories, which they are. They, I mean, they clearly tell you in the RNA technology, that's what it does. It causes your body to start producing spike proteins. So you got to think about it. If you got these silly tests that everybody's running to do, and now all of a sudden they're sending like New York now, like one out of like six people or one in eight people are testing positive now. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like 25, 30% of the population is testing positive for COVID out of nowhere. Imagine that because everybody's testing. 
now I told you yesterday, now we got hundred what, five hundred million tests that suddenly have been produced out of nowhere at the end of the year, right before the CDC is removing the PCR test, December thirty first, right as Pfizer gets approval on a pharmaceutical pill for COVID that they say you cannot take with statins, blood thinners, or antidepressants, or essentially it's gonna kill you. That's that's real just ridiculous. Like twenty five, thirty percent of the population is testing positive for COVID out of nowhere. Imagine that. Because everybody's testing. Now I told you yesterday. Now we got hundred, what five hundred million tests that suddenly have been produced out of nowhere at the end of the year, right before the CDC is removing the PCR test, December thirty first, right as Pfizer gets approval on a pharmaceutical pill for COVID that they say you cannot take with statins, blood thinners, or antidepressants, or essentially it's going to kill you. That's that's real safe drug. She goes, oh, emergency use authorization because it was tested for two months. Oh, uh, cool, man. Rubber stamp it. I mean, this whole thing now has become absurd to the point of lunacy. And, you know, I talked to the one PhD. Dad knows her as well. They would give the drug an emergency use authorization December 31st, right as Pfizer gets approval on a pharmaceutical pill for COVID. That they say you cannot take with statins, blood thinners, or antidepressants, or essentially it's going to kill you. That's that's a real safe drug. She goes, oh, emergency use authorization because it was tested for two months. Oh, uh, cool, man. Rubber stamp it. I mean, this whole thing now has become absurd to the point of lunacy. And, you know, I talked to the one PhD. Dad knows her as well. They would give the drug an emergency use authorization for a specific time frame, for a specific group, and they would basically... Test it out, essentially, is what it was, an experiment, an emergency use experiment. And she said this whole thing that we're doing now makes no sense with this just constant rubber stamping everything with emergency use. I mean, imagine if all of a sudden we had a restaurant that 16,000 people had reportedly died at and hundreds of thousands had become gravely ill after eating at this national chain restaurant in one year alone. And I'm, report, I'm referring to the VAERS reporting system of what they're saying is happening with the shot. Imagine what would happen. Uh, not only would the entire business be shut down all across the country, uh, you'd be looking at probably hundreds of millions of dollars in fines and ongoing lawsuits for years and years to come. Yeah, that's what would happen. But now all of a sudden this emergency use authorization is now this blanket that just gets slapped on everything, and apparently it's approved because it's got emergency use. No, it's not. That is not approval. That does not mean it's safe. That does not mean that it's okay. It means that the FDA was complicit in going along with Big Pharma's protocol and giving them the green light because, remember, Gutlieb, former head of the FDA, is the chief board member on Pfizer now. Oh, man, everybody just forgets about that conflict of interest. Nobody wants to bring that up. Come on, my friends. Understand what's going on. Yesterday, I had a friend send me a video right down the road from me in Winter Haven. Cars, probably a mile, mile and a half long, going to a COVID testing center right on the side of the road. This was, I personally talked about, this was right here in Winter Haven, right down the road. People in line all day to pull into a grass parking lot with a little tent so they could have their nose swabbed and their brain scratched and sent off to a lab to be told if they had a virus that they didn't know they had. And I just shook my head. And I said, well, this, this is the state of affairs that we're in now when people are this scared. And Dad made an interesting comment about the World War II veterans and Normandy and everything. 
And you look back just on events that occurred after World War II, and one of which I've always been a huge, huge fan of, and I've always talked about it to a lot of people. Most people don't even know what had happened, and it was the Battle of Athens in 1946, sometimes called the McMinn County War, which is a rebellion led by the citizens in Athens and Etowah, Tennessee, against the local government in August 1946. And what had happened was the political corrupt machine from E.H. Crump was based in Memphis and controlled much of Tennessee, and it pretty much had spread, and they had put in a Democratic candidate for sheriff. They had been stuffing the ballots. They basically were constantly charging fees to tourists and travelers. They, I mean, it, it was gotten so corrupt out of nowhere, and basically between 1936 and 1946, there were hundreds of thousands of fines issued to citizens for just nonsensical stuff. There, it was extortion is what it was, and the election fraud was completely and totally out of control. They intimidated voters to vote basically for whoever they told them to and to vote against people they told them to not vote against. And what happened was they found a niche in the market that they could exploit essentially with the mob in the 30s and 40s. And while most of the boys were off in World War II fighting in Nazi Germany, these guys decided that they could pretty much have their way with these cities in Tennessee. And what happened was they came back from war, and those young men that made it out of World War II and made it out alive didn't like what was going on when they came home. Not at all. They said, this is not acceptable behavior. We're not going to allow this. And there was this big election, and the basically mob and the crump political machine came and took the ballot boxes and hid them and tried to keep them basically in a jail and locked them up. Wouldn't let anybody see the ballots. Well, those... U.S. veteran World War II boys descended upon the jail. Automatic weapon fire, dynamite. It was an absolute mess until they took it over, they took the ballot boxes, and they had a true electoral vote, and they counted them. And sure enough, the individuals that were basically – that needed to be in power, that needed to essentially be voted for because they were standing up for what their beliefs were, they were actually voted for in the ballots. Imagine that. And it was crazy. I mean, you you read the story. They made a movie on it, old movie. And so you look back and you go, that was the resolve in this town because the veterans came back and they said, what's the worst thing you're going to do? You're going to kill us? What are you going to do? I beg to differ, my friend. We've been in trench warfare for the last five years. Why don't you try me on this? They called their bluff. You know, you see a lot of movies like Fury and Saving Private Ryan, and you realize the grit and the aggression and the resolve and the stamina and the sheer and utter fighting power the United States men had at that point in time. And now you look at it, and we're getting in line for half the day to have our nose swabbed to tell us if we have a virus that has a 99.997% survival rate in the vast majority of Americans. Really? Yeah, really. We've fallen that far, and I mean this is what happens when you allow the left to come in and basically subject the culture to Marxism, and this is what they've done now. Communism is taking control, and as more and more now as this continues to expand, and as more and more now as we see this start to go forward, it is absolutely our duty as Americans to stand up for everything we're convicted on. I had a article that I was reading the other day, and it was talking about how somebody had a fake COVID passport. 
and how they basically were using it and they their friends didn't want to hang around them anymore and I read some of the comments in the article and it was insane to me how stupid a lot of people were. <laughs> a lot of these people were commenting they said, This is insane. I can't believe somebody would go out without being vaccinated and they would they would give everybody else COVID because they're not injected. And a voice of reason commented there and they said, I'm I guess you don't understand how the shot works. The CDC even stated there's no difference between injected or non-injected when it comes to transferring of the virus. It's, there's no difference at all. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, people still spread it regardless. No, 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 it's not how it works. Once you're vaccinated, you can't give it to anybody. That's literally what people are saying. They literally are saying that. That's what some of these morons actually believe. Once you've been injected with your two, three, four booster shots, you apparently can't give COVID to anybody else now. The only reason there's still anything going on is because the vast majority of people that are awake still have not been injected. That's that's literally what they're saying right now. And I thought to myself, so I had another friend of mine yesterday. He stopped by last night, and he asked me about the fake COVID passports. And I said – well, I said, I have mixed emotions about those. I said, one, they're illegal, so I'm not recommending anybody go run around with a fake COVID passport. I'm not encouraging any type of illegal behavior. I said, and I understand sometimes, though, some people are trying to do certain things or they have kids or schools and they're trying to make things happen. I said, but on the other hand, too, I said, here's kind of what I have an issue with it. I said, if you're that convicted that you're not going to get the shot and you're that convicted that you're going to stand your ground, why aren't you just owning it? And pushing back and making your voice heard and saying, no, I have not got the shot. I will not get the shot. I will not comply under any circumstances. You know, that's kind of my – that's what I told him. I said, I don't really I, – I, you know, if you're going to own it, own it. If you're going to stand for it, stand for it. Don't sit there and get behind the corner and be like, oh, well, I, I'm going to stand up for my convictions. And everybody comes out and goes, oh, no, 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 I'm fully vaccinated. I'm, I, don't, I don't want any trouble. Let everybody know I'm, 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 I'm shut up. No, I'm, I'm very vocal about it when people have brought it up to me before. I don't say anything about me being vaccinated when I'm not because I'm not injected with gene therapy. And the funny part about it is I've been trying to get people out of the habit of saying vaccinated all the time because they've intentionally done it. I do the same thing. They've intentionally used the terminology to confuse everybody into actually believing this is a vaccine when it is not that at all. It is RNA gene therapy. Pfizer, Moderna, they've all been very, very candid about what it does. And so it's important that people get the truth. If people want to get the shot, that is 100% their choice. If people don't want to get the shot, that's also their choice. If you want to sit in line for four hours and waste your half your day to have your nose swabbed so somebody can tell you if you have something that you don't know you have because you have no symptoms and you feel great, that's your choice. You're not going to see me doing it. You're not going to see me encouraging it. But again, Everybody has the right to know the truth, and that's the biggest problem that I have right now is so much fake news is being pushed out there, and anybody that questions the narrative essentially is eviscerated now, and that is something we cannot allow to continue to keep happening. We have to push back with the truth. We have to rebuttal it. We have to come back with the real facts no matter what. You have to stand up for the truth. What do you think, Ted? Well, it goes back to the alpha male thing, doesn't it? I mean, it really does. I mean, you know, and I understand that people are basically, you know, fighting their jobs and job loss. And now the Supreme Court's got this thing going on and all this stuff's happening right now. I got all that. And uh, I'm not telling anybody it's an easy situation for any of us because it's not. It's a nightmare. It really is. And I mean, and quite frankly, it's something that we've been in now for a couple of years. 
and they're basically beating us with it until we get to the point where we become overwhelmed by so much bad news from this that we basically just give in and just to say whatever, just make it stop. And, and that's where a lot of people are right now. You know, I've got a friend of mine who asked me the other day. He was thinking about getting the uh, the COVID fake passport, and I just said to him, and I said, you know, dude, I don't, I can't, I'm not going to suggest you do anything like that. It's illegal. And I said, the problem is, if everybody does that, then we're going to basically be in a situation where how many fake COVID passports are you going to get? And they're going to finally get it to a point where they're going to be giving you nanotech, and they're going to be able to tell if you've had an injection or not anyhow by just scanning you. And they're going to say, you're not scanned. You have a fake passport. I'm telling you, that's where this is going to go. So it's just, you know, at this point in time, you know, it's like Austin said a few years ago, you know, when we first started this mess with the COVID, he said, basically, you're at a situation now where you're, you know, you've got a kill zone in front of your trench and the enemy's 2000 feet away. And, you know, and at this point in time, you know, we're, we're using artillery and, you know, medium range weapons, et cetera, et cetera, 50 caliber Barrett's. He goes, but if you keep letting them come closer and closer to you, it's going to be hand to hand in the trench. And that's kind of where we are now. It's kind of like hand to hand in the trench because we just let them get closer and closer and closer. That's why we said years ago, gosh, I hate saying that, too, because it's the truth. And I hate being in the middle of this crap for two years now, three years almost, is that we should have never. And I never said, OK, to the mask mandates and all the other things they did. I haven't flown on a commercial flight since this junk started, guys. I haven't done it. I'm done. I'm not going to play the game. And I loved going over to Europe and doing things and visiting my relatives, and they're all fussing at me. Well, just get the shot and come visit us. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to do it. I'm done. I've drawn my line in the sand, and that's what they pushed. They've, con- they've conditioned everybody, Austin, for the last three years now almost. And finally, you know, people like Wayne Allen Root, who's a good friend of mine, you know, he writes a really good column, and he has a good show. And now he's saying that somebody needs to do an intervention on Donald Trump because Donald Trump's his friend. <laughs> because Donald Trump keeps pushing the kill shot. So I sent Wayne that information that I talked to you guys about yesterday about how just Lane Maxwell said that Jeffrey Epstein had Donald Trump on videotape doing who knows what. Now, she never went into detail on it. She's kind of a loose cannon on deck, isn't she? They don't know what she's going to say. For her to release information like that, I think she's kind of, you know, how should I say, using them against themselves. The only problem is she's been in jail for a bit now, and now she's going to be going to jail for a lot longer unless they use a body double, unless they cut a deal with her, unless they do an Epstein on her or whatever they're going to do. But, you know, for them to retire a figure like they did Epstein, Epstein was retired. You know, I, I don't believe he was killed, but he was retired. He was taken out of the public view not to ever be used again by Mossad. When they do that, it's extremely expensive because they've spent literally billions and billions of dollars building this guy up with fake money, fake penthouse suites you know that somebody gave to him fake matches that somebody gave to him fake yachts fake planes fake everything so he can bring people to an island and basically terrorize them and abuse them that was all paid for i'm sure by mossad or mi6 or cia or some other nefarious group of people probably again the rothschild banking cartel who runs it all anyhow and so what ends up happening is you're in a situation where you're sitting there going gosh do we really want to have the scapegoat get killed so we do that we write them out of the script and they can't get back on the world theater on the stage any longer because we can't resurrect them from the dead because it's going to be something we have to do at this point so he'll shut up and won't talk about who he's blackmailed i guess i don't know they sure they sure wrote him out didn't they oh the cameras didn't work by the cell 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever, man. It's unbelievable. And, and, but the vast majority of the people in the United States just sit back and go, okay, kind of like with the Kennedy assassination, kind of like with the Apollo mission, which kind of all fell into that trap. All of that stuff that we've been told that we've seen with our own eyes on TV, how much of it was fake? I mean, I'm serious. How much of it was fake? How much of this stuff is completely orchestrated with the tail wagging the dog? And they just they just put this stuff up, you know, till Austin, his friend yesterday, Clayton, saw that that video on Highway 17 with that. It was literally miles long of people getting tested. I I didn't want to believe it. See, I always thought that stupid had a bottom to it. I did, but it doesn't. There is no bottom to stupid. Just when I thought I'd met the dumbest person in the world, I have a neighbor who moves in to a rental house that was next to us that's just been torn down. Thank the goodness, thank the Lord. That basically had stupid stamped on his forehead in one-inch block letters. It was basically tattooed. Couldn't couldn't take it off. I always walked around with a hat on. One day he comes over without a hat on. It's stupid on his forehead. And I thought, okay, I thought I had reached the bottom level of stupid. I thought I'd seen the dumbest person on the planet. Obviously, this guy has set a new bar. But then again, these people that are today going out and getting a jab and another jab and another jab and another jab, thinking that the next jab is going to help them and none of the jabs work. It kind of it kind of just absolutely amazes me, you know. Baki and Burkhardt, these are pathology experts. They're resulting in showing now a new thing just hit the internet that 93% of the people who died after being vaccinated were killed by the vaccines. Let me explain what they mean by this. 15 bodies were examined. All died from seven days to six months after vaccination. The coroner or the public prosecutor didn't associate the vaccine as the cause of death in any of the cases. However, further examination revealed that the vaccine was implicated in the deaths of 14 of the 15 cases. The most attacked organ from the spike proteins was the heart. In all of the people who died, their hearts were attacked by the spike proteins. But other organs were attacked as well, including the ovaries and the testes. The implications were potentially enormous, resulting in millions of deaths. And the article goes on to say the vaccine should be immediately halted, you know, and it says, but no need to worry. It is doubtful that anything will happen because the work wasn't published in a peer-reviewed journal, so it will be ignored by the scientific community because that's just the way it works. And I've posted this, by the way, online. The paper posted on December the 10th, 2021, on COVID vaccines, why they cannot work, and irrefutable evidence of their causative role in deaths after vaccination by Sashkart Baki, MD, and Arnie Burkhart, MD, is against getting some attentions. Because they did the autopsies. They found inflammatory events in small blood vessels characterized by the abundance of T lymphocytes and sequestered dead endothelial cells within the vessel lumen. The extensive per, per paravascular accumulation of T lymphocytes and a massive lymphatic filtra- infiltration of surrounding non-lymphatic organs tissues with T lymphocytes. In other words, the, t- the, the spike proteins went into all these different organs and basically killed the people. Wow, this vaccine is killing people. Cardiac events were highly elevated. And this study is consistent with the revolts, results. This work independently validates the, anal- the analysis of Peter Scheimacher, who showed a minimum of 30 to 40 percent of the deaths after vaccine were caused by the vaccine. Guys, how much more of this do we have to do before we finally say, get hook, enough, we've had it, no more? And when are you finally, and me too, and I try the best I possibly can, going to just shout from the rooftops that maybe you don't need to get a kill shot. Maybe this isn't going to be okay. Maybe you need to wait to see how many people die this winter. You know, all these people. I, I watched this video. I couldn't even believe it. This guy was vaccinated, and, uh, and some guy is interviewing him, 
and the guy who's vaccinated is wearing a mask, and apparently the guy who wasn't vaccinated wasn't wearing a mask, and the guy asked him, if you've been vaccinated and you're wearing a mask, why are you so afraid of me and I haven't been vaccinated? And the guy went off and just started cussing and cursing at the guy who wasn't vaccinated because he simply didn't understand how vaccines work. You know, we've dumbed the population down so badly in our school systems now in the last 70 years that the vast majority of the people in the United States that have gone through the public school systems, they've lost the ability of critical thinking. They're not taught that any longer. They're taught critical race theory. They're taught how to think that all white people are bad. They're taught that transgenders are good. They're not taught how to read and write. They're not taught that math matters, that grades matter, that history matters. They're not taught any of that. They're not taught how to have concrete, rational thought, how to think, think things through and drop dominoes on certain events and try to figure out what the logical consequences are. They're not taught that. So why do we think that they suddenly can think that maybe after 25 vaccines and all of their friends are dead, that they don't need vaccine number 26? In fact, how about they didn't need any of the vaccines to basically stay healthy against the disease that you've got to get tested for to know if you've even got it? <laughs> I can't even, Austin, we can't even make this stuff up. But I'm not saying that the disease isn't real. If you've got an impaired immune system or your D levels are low or your C or zinc are, you know, are, are low or your potassium iodine is low, your immune system is going to be chronically impaired. And you can come down with a cold or a flu and you can die from that in the general sense of the world. Because remember, a lot of people died every year just from the flu. But guys, keep your immune system strong. Stop eating sugar all the time. Cut your alcohol consumption way down if not completely out. Get rid of hydrogenated oils and trans fats. Don't ever eat pork. It's unbelievably bad for you. And keep your supplement intake up. It's so important right now, especially with what's going on. I love you guys. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely awesome. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Austin, go ahead and finish it up. And, yes, I have had the opportunity to pray for you guys today. God bless you guys. I had to chuckle when he said vaccine number 26, injection number 26. And it's funny, but it's not funny because, I mean, that's where we're headed with this. If people continue to keep getting on their knees and asking for another shot, I'll just be honest with that. I mean, that's, that's where it's going to go. That's why the vaccine cards from the CDC have four slots. That's why the French vaccine passports have seven slots. That's why the German vaccine digital certificates have, I think, eight slots just open slots. They already know where this is going. When they're, when they're writing this code and they're writing up these, these apps, they're getting the platform set up for what they're going to do. The CEO of Pfizer already came out and said, we're going to need a fourth booster shot now. We just got to do it again. We got to do it again. Got to do it again. Why wouldn't they? Well, I think quarter three uh, this year was their highest grossing quarter of all time in Pfizer history. Oh, Yeah. You got the government just handing you hundreds and hundreds and millions and billions of dollars in contracts. I mean, there it's so corrupt. You have the U.S. government giving Pfizer a five point three billion dollar contract for a COVID pill that hasn't even been approved yet by the FDA a month ago, and then suddenly it gets emergency use authorization, and suddenly the U.S. government wants delivery of these pills. That we have no idea what they're going to be doing. Could they help get rid of COVID? I don't know. Maybe. Could they also make you drop dead and blow out your kidney and your liver? I don't know. I know they say if you've had kidney or liver problems, you cannot take this drug. I know they said if you're taking a blood thinner or a statin or antidepressant, there's basically grave side effects if you combine it. I mean, think about that for a second. 
You know how toxic a compound that is? If you stack it with another pharmaceutical, it basically kills you? That's not something I want to put in my body. I don't know about you. I know our listeners are pretty doggone smart. <laughs> I got an email again from a good customer and listener the other day, and they were talking about in detail on how crazy it is. They're up in some of the northeast area. They said how crazy it is right now as far as it's, it's gone completely and totally madhouse again. Like everywhere you go, everybody's cowering in fear with double masks on, running around everywhere terrified. And again, this is how much control the media has over the population if you allow yourself to be brainwashed. It's all about consent. You allow this to happen to yourself. You put the images, you put the news, you put it in your brain, and then you don't do any type of deductive reasoning and say, like I said yesterday with that meme, if I got three flu shots in one year and I still got the flu, I have some pretty serious questions to be asking the doctors and the pharmacists and the, all the people pushing the shot. I got three flu shots, bro, and I still got the flu. I'm unbelievably sick again. How is this supposed to work? Well, it's not supposed to work. It's not supposed to do anything other than exactly what it's doing. And once you grasp that concept, and it's a hard concept to get because it really, I mean, it – it, it rattles your brain a little bit. You know, you're like, golly. Once you get the concept, though, and you understand what's really going on and what the real agenda is with it, then you finally start to get what's actually happening. And as you see more and more now, like Dad just talked about, with that pathology study, the bodies that they examined, it's not a joke. This is what they continue to push. This is what they're doing. And as long as people continue to keep going along with the lie, it's kind of like the emperor has no clothes. Everybody keeps saying, oh, he's great. What a great robe he has on. Why he runs around naked. That's what everybody's doing right now. As long as everybody keeps pretending this theater, it keeps pretending that we have to follow orders and what we're told to do. There's a very real virus floating around. That's why I've encouraged a lot of people, make sure you're keeping your immune system strong. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Make sure you're eating clean. Make sure you're taking the C and the D and the quercetin. We had a customer call us up yesterday, ordered a whole bunch more of the uh, vitamin C with quercetin uh, capsules. We got more of those in stock now. told you guys that. They're over the phone if you guys want to order them. And uh, well, I'll probably put them on the website this week. And I've told people, I said, you got to make sure you're keeping your immune system up the whole time. It's like Dad said. You don't wait until you get unbelievably sick for a week and then decide, hey, maybe I'm going to do something about it. You stay proactive, and it's like that with everything. As you're seeing now, the food prices and the cost of everything is going up drastically right now. We were talking about yesterday, Heinz Kraft said they're going up 20% on some of their items. Remember, that's 20% from the manufacturer. That's not accounting for the increased price rate we're already seeing from inflationary rates, from fuel surcharges, from delivery, transport, stocking, increased wages, all that. That's on top of everything that's going on right now. We're talking about 20% price increase just on the raw cost from the manufacturer that they're charging. That's why a lot of customers are really smart. I've had lots of people take advantage of when the meat buckets, I told you guys, I said, dude, they're going up like $40 a bucket, like our cost on them. I said, I, I can't absorb it anymore. Everybody started buying them up. I said, dude, it's a thing to do. One thing I've, I've found with the food buckets is that the buckets aren't super full because, you know, it's basically freeze-dried meat. As I've been able to get two meat buckets in one. So basically, I, my personal ones, I'll take two buckets, I'll open one bucket, and I'll stash it in the other bucket. I can use the secondary empty bucket for something else. That helps out with storage. 
and keeps nutrient density tighter as far as per square foot. Because I know a lot of people run the same problem. You run out of places to store stuff, you know, closets, attics. I mean, obviously you don't want to keep food up in the attic, but certain areas. So you want to try to keep it as cost effective as possible. And I, if you don't want food buckets, that's fine. At least get beans and rice from the store and store them or get canned foods. But I promise you right now, there's no doubt about it. They're going to start using food, grocery stores, and all that as the next main tool in order to force people to get shots. They're already doing that in a lot of areas. And you saw that video in New York. NYPD, like 10 of them, descend on that restaurant, tell the lady and her son they have to leave the store. Or they're trespassing because they won't show vaccine passports. I'm literally like doggone Gestapo. 12 NYPD cops in there, all hovering over the table, little boys crying. You have to leave now. You are not welcome here. You have not been injected. Wow, guys. Think about the Battle of Athens and how strong they stood up back then. Think about what we're doing now. Continue to fight. Continue to stay strong. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. And also check out the product of the week, the Cortisol Buster, on sale right now. Y'all voted it at one. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.